I'm gonna tell you something. I'm Star-Lord. I formed the Guardians. Met a girl, fell in love. That girl died, but then she came back. Came back a total dick. Oh, please. He left out some important information, but that is the gist of it. <laughs> we interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. I am Groot. Nice. Ooh, that, that, that's the greater good in, in Groot language. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know if you were cursing at me or not. I, 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 well, that too. It's it's got double meanings. Yeah, it's welcome to the freaking Guardian to the Galaxy. Only he didn't say freaking. <laughs> oh man, I am. Uh, this is hello. I just said the podcast that does the things. So I know last week we said we were going to be doing Leon the Professional. However, the guest of honor tonight, Will, uh, is suffering a major uh, migraine. A function. Like. Yeah. Uh, well, he's been for like the last three days. He's been fighting a migraine, so he has not had a chance to watch the movie yet. So we are pivoting, Pebot. We are pivoting <laughs> to a movie that the three of us have seen already, and frankly, we just kind of wanted to talk about. And this is the perfect opportunity to do that. So I will introduce the guys, or I guess I'll introduce the movie. This is a perfect time for that. This is episode four hundred and forty-one, and tonight we are going to spoil. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So this is your one and last uh, warning. We will talk about spoilers. So if you haven't watched it and spoilers matter to you, I guess pick us back up after you've seen it. If you don't yeah. care one way or the other, then welcome, abo- welcome aboard. I am Sean Ard, your captain. And joining me tonight is Andrew, is now called Chair because he is sitting in a chair, Jimison. Extracts. Uh, what's up? Did you call me Drax? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna call. I was gonna speak up and say, "Who made you captain?" Mm. Uh, I I don't know. I guess <laughs> I guess I did. And Sam mm-hmm. is a bad dog. Vector, I'm not a bad dog. You are not a bad, bad dog, dog at all. Oh, and Sean, yeah. Just so you know. I mean, this movie is it's filled with so many, so many ways to, to kill you. I mean, just so many different ways. But it still has to be, you know, letting you out of the airlock or, uh, you know, letting you float in space and not bringing you back in. Okay. So, yeah. I will say, or, watching you puff up. That's the first time in the Marvel universe where you really got like facial deformities yeah. in space, right? Pretty gross. The, yeah. That was weird. This... I would say getting stuck in a, a flesh hole <laughs> is another good way to die. Yeah. <laughs> being being killed by Nathan Fillion is a dream of mine. Um, the yeah, this movie plays well. The Marvel, especially Guardians, kind of plays it fast and loose with space. Space yeah. space seems like a place that's just you know it's fine if you're kind of out in it for a little bit. It's fine. It's fine. fine. And I know like he's like half God, 
So maybe that's not anymore, he, though. Didn't they, didn't they take that away in in the second one? Well, he I mean he's dead. His dad is dead, so he doesn't have the powers, but he still is has the DNA. So that's what makes me think that like that's why he's a little bit stronger, a little bit smarter oh. than oh well, than maybe the that's why human. he started puffing up in this one. Yeah, because he wasn't a space god. Yeah, well, maybe I don't know because yeah, in the, the powers. Yeah, because yeah, in Guardians One, he's out in space for a few minutes and just getting all cold and crystally before. They yeah, but not not explodey. No, he got puffy. I, 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 and guys, I'm not gonna lie. I thought he was gonna die in that scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did too. Yeah. I, I thought, thought he was gonna pull a, a Harrison Ford. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, you know, um, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but in this, and and I know we're kind of spoiling and we're jumping in here, but Groot tells some jokes in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. He, he wanted to branch out and tell some tremendous jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yes you're welcome for that i appreciate it <laughs> i mean he does bark some orders every now and then he does yeah you know what speaking of puffing up though yeah this was buff scene, groot buff groot yeah well, buff groot but he also like becomes this giant monster when they see the animorphs <laughs> and yeah <laughs> and oh kaiju like yeah <laughs> And it's almost like he needs some moisturizer. I love the fact that they. So this is kind of now my favorite Groot is because they they figured things out with him, and like they don't have to even say a whole lot to him, right? So like when the people show up and he says go full kaiju, he just go like he just knows what that means and just goes into full terrorize the local populist mode, right? <laughs> and then when they have to sneak on the ship. And they, you know, he's going to scan you for guns. He just hands him his guns and says, "You know what to do with these." And then you get that really great scene where they're back to back, and Groot's got eight arms, and each one has a gun, and Star Lord has his two guns. But he and... hides them everywhere inside of him. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it was it was great. So obviously, um, we're going to talk about we're going we're going to spoil the hell out of this movie, and this was. Uh, man, it, this was just such a fun ride. And I think we are all, um, I think we can all, I think it's safe for me to say that we all loved this movie. Absolutely. And it might be my favorite of the three at this point. It was, it's just so good. Yeah, having, yeah, having only seen it once, it, it's, it's, it's tied with the first one for me yeah. right now. Uh, and I love two. I don't, I don't love it as such much as some other people do. Uh, I like one better than two personally, but right now this is there. I need to see it again. You know, I mean, once yeah. it comes on streaming, I'll I'll watch it again. But man, yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll still do our five word reviews, and we'll uh, we'll still kind of do a normal show. Though I don't have clips other than that intro that I played from a trailer. But yeah, we'll do a five word review. So go ahead, Sam. What you got? All right. Um, I have uh, two here. Um. Let's see. Hold on, I gotta pull them up real quick. Uh, the first one is well played, Mister Gun. Yeah, well played, Mister Gun. Um, for his kind of swan song of uh, leaving the MCU to go do all the DC stuff, um, I think this was such a amazing send off for this team. Um, and that... not just and remember, not just leaving the MCU, he was fired. Oh yeah, yeah. He was fired and then brought brought back to do to do this. So, yeah. um, I I just I love his storytelling style. 
you know, we, we, we think of, of um, Thor love and thunder. There's a lot of people that complained because it was too goofy and too, too Takiti uh, Watufu or whatever his last name is. <laughs> Taika uh, Watiti. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and, and I think Gunn has the ability to really run that, that gambit and, and be able to be both funny, but so darn soulful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you care about every single member of this group now. And um, especially the rocket backstory just had, just had me hooked on this. It was, it was just gorgeous. Um, and that kind of leads into my second one and, and I'll leave some words for somebody else, but uh, technicolored emotional journey. Yeah. And um, I think again, I, I couldn't think of a better send off for this crew. I knew I thought somebody was dying in this movie, right? The, the marketing was made to think that somebody was going to die in this movie. Mm-hmm. If not a bunch of them, we knew Drax, we knew what's his name wanted to retire from the MCU and hated his character or, you know, hated, hated being in it. So he wanted out, you know? So we, we have all these people who have a reason to, to get killed off in the MCU and nobody does yet. It still felt like there were stakes in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, when they blew up the entire planet of animals, I, I was kind of <laughs> gobsnapped like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe they're actually doing this. You know, they're, they're killing an entire planet of, of beings. You know, we didn't get to know them very well or anything, but they were pretty much like us, only animals, right? So we have just, I love the villain. I thought he had an interesting story to tell. And I love that it, it tied the first two movies so, so seamlessly into this final installment. So I, I just, I can't say enough about how much I, I really enjoyed this film not to mention you cannot help but smile and almost bounce along with the song at the end um i can't even remember the name of the song um but when they're just kind of picking up and 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 going on with life at the very end um i want to say it's it's almost like a hippie song i can't remember what it was but it was just perfect it was perfect I thought he picked a '90s tune. Wasn't yeah, it, it was. It was. Know. It was some sort of '90s. I can't remember her name that sings it. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's Alanis good. Alanis Morissette. No, it wasn't Alanis Morissette. It was. I'm it looking was in for the arms of the angels, and then they slowly showed pictures of dogs in cages. Yeah, Dog Days Are Over by um, Florence Welsh. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That Which I have. I've that had on rotation in my. In I have two. Uh, I like that song. Cassettes. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't really, uh, certainly not going to argue with anything you said. You're 100%. I mean, this, this movie pulls at the heartstrings, man. It does in, in a way that, that not, I mean, not since Endgame. Yeah. Have we had some, some emotion, uh-huh. you know, in an MCU movie? And, and this type of emotion, like I said, it felt like it felt like any time one of these these characters could could kick it, could not make it. Yeah, I didn't know. I I I I misunderstood when you said that Dave Batista hated the character. I just thought he was ready to move on. I didn't. Yeah, think yeah. I mean, I, I not really hated the character. He he hated some of the choices. He didn't want to. He didn't want to be shirtless all the time. That was mm-hmm. his thing. Yeah. Um, and I don't blame him. I mean, you know, you think of what do you have to do to get that 
buff and and all the time would be kind yeah. of relentless. And it you is, also have uh, to spend so much time in makeup to do that character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We Sarah and I watched one of those uh, like fast motion of him getting into makeup. It's like one, yeah. it's like an hour and a half process every day. Oh, to get to get into that character. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's I his character is is really great. I mean, all of the characters are so different and interesting and fun, and mm-hmm. and they they you know coming off of of the events of Endgame. Because you know they're 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 barely in Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, they're yeah. there for just a minute or two, but you know, coming off of the the you know, like like this movie deals with grief, right? So we've we've yeah. now had several movies that have dealt with grief, mm-hmm. right? You know, in in Endgame, Thor gets fat and drunk, and then ultimately, you know, has an opportunity to get some revenge as a way to kind of deal with his grief. Um, and then in Love and Thunder, he's able to kind of have his redemption also from that. And then, and then this movie, Peter Quill is dealing with grief mm-hmm. over Gamora. And what does he do? He gets super drunk and, and then, you know, learns to kind of move on and pick up and, and deal with it. But yeah, I mean, this movie deals with some stuff. And uh, even, even Craglin is kind of having to deal with a little bit of grief. Right, like he's mm-hmm. still trying to figure out the the arrow thing because he misses the boss. He misses uh, the Blue Man Group with the Mohawk. I forgot his name. So Florence you know, Welch. Yeah, Florence. Yeah, that's just who it is. So this movie deals with some stuff, and then of course you've got you know the Rocket backstory, which is just heart wrenching. Oh yeah. man. It's just heart wrenching, and uh, my the the guest who we were supposed to have on here, I, when I told him that we were, I was going to go see Guardians three, he goes, "You're going to cry several times." He says, "If you don't cry, that means you hate animals and you're soulless." <laughs> I was like, "Okay," and yeah, uh, that's not right. <laughs> and so, so again, we're talking spoilers, and Andrew, I'm going to let you do your five word, but we're we're talking about in, in Rocket's backstory. Right? We know that Rocket was genetically engineered raccoon. And which is great because in this movie he learns that he was in fact a raccoon because he keeps yeah. yelling, he's like, I'm not a raccoon. Like, well, no, you are. He actually is that. Um, but he he makes you know, it, when he was growing up, he had these these three other friends, uh, that were also, uh, you know, animals, a, animals that animals. were uh, worked Just on like him, yeah, yeah, you know, an otter. Uh, a, a walrus, right? It was a walrus or yeah, a yeah, and yeah. and a rabbit, and the rabbit, poor rabbit, oh my gosh, had like a thing over its mouth and eight legs, like it yeah. looked like a spider rabbit. It, and then, it reminded me of uh, just something out of a horror film. Yeah, uh, it yeah. was not pleasant to look at, but it was like if Sid from Toy Story grew up and decided to to become a geneticist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's exactly that's what i that's how i saw it you know it, yeah that's the exactly. poor thing i mean the whole everything else on the rabbit is completely limp you know the little legs dangle you know there is nothing but but creepy mechanics had, on it but it had the cutest voice and it was so innocent and sweet and like all of the animals were innocent and sweet i mean the otter was just you know they were all best friends and then when that gunshot fired mm. off Oh. oh my gosh and then when rocket screams 
like it's it's a raccoon it's a cgi raccoon screaming in pain and you feel it feel it yeah yeah like it's it's great it's so good it's the same thing it's just so funny how james gunn has taken these characters and given us emotion i mean when in the guardians one when groot says we are groot yeah. Right. Like you tear up because it's like all all Vin Diesel said was we are Groot, but it was this the moment was so touching and so yeah. powerful. You're like, why am I crying? Because a talking CGI tree said something. <laughs> um, and then and I didn't really have a moment like that in the second one, but in this one, oh my gosh, there's just so many of those moments. Even when Peter Quill is screaming, when Star Lord is screaming because he thinks Rocket is dying. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, it's Rocket's his best friend, even though he, they're kind of assholes to each other. But like, well, we're all assholes to each other. Yeah, so, I mean, that's just how it works. That's how friendship works. Yeah. Well, I mean, Rocket, that's, that's what I've grown up knowing. Yeah, but Rocket's a bigger asshole, I think, than than, <laughs> than most. Andrew, what's your five word review? Well, I have two, and one is not five words, but the first one, which is five words, is epic, hilarious, heartfelt, cosmic conclusion. Mm -hmm. nice um and i mean it is all those things like it's it's epic you know like like you said we haven't seen something like this on this scale since i think endgame um it is hilarious because (laughs) james gunn (laughs) does comedy so well and these characters do comedy so well um drax to me still is one of the funniest characters even though he's not meaning to be funny at all uh when he says his face came off like (laughs) i I just (laughs) i just lost it because my kids i you know my kids looked at me in the theater and just kind of turned because they didn't want to see it well my youngest went to put his hands up but um my oldest one just kind of looked at me like that guy's face just came off (laughs) (laughs) um but uh the way that Drax just says his face came off. Like <laughs> it's, it's so it's not Yeah. It's just, yeah, that's what it is. Um, but it's also heartfelt because when uh, Nebula says to him, Drax, you were never Drax, the destroyer. You were, you were meant to be Drax, the dad. I was like a puddle. Right. <laughs> like, you know, uh, and and my second five word or my second review, which is not five words, I didn't know I could care that much about CGI animals. I wanted oh, to become God. a CGI vet oh. and, <laughs> and help all, them, right? And, and help just help them. them. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, I didn't notice it until I went back and and watched some uh, video clips from from the YouTube's. And I saw the the walrus even had mechanical eyelids because he couldn't shut his own eyelids. Like the they were mechanized. And I thought, oh my God, this guy has just done everything he can to experiment on these animals in torturous ways. Um, so, and then, you know, it's this cosmic conclusion to the awesome story. So... Plus Cosmo the dog. And yeah, Cosmo, Cosmo got his, his day in the sun yeah. too. Her. And we get to see, yeah. And we get to see uh, Howard the Duck a little bit more in this one. 
which was voiced by Seth Green. Right. <laughs> it's like, how can I get into the MCU? Oh, okay, you can be Howard the damn duck. Cosmo the dog, though. So I know nothing about Cosmo the dog as a character. I know nothing really? about it. I know that it's a thing. I know nothing about it. So when she starts doing telekinesis, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then when the when the, the, the baddies are invading nowhere, which, by the way, they turned nowhere into a rocket ship. How freaking cool is that? Because <laughs> um, yeah. nothing burst through the, the, the jump portal. It's like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Um. But yeah, when they when uh, when when she uses the, the 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 two pieces of wall and squishes that guy, oh gosh, uh-huh. you cheered like people in my theater cheered. You're like, yeah, and he's like, now that's a good dog. And she jumps and she's licking him, and then and then she has to basically hold the two ships together. She's using her you know her her powers. Yeah. I mean that takes. Like she's just like I one of them went down like pet like Mantis or somebody was like you're a good dog and you can do this and like gave her that extra you know <laughs> it was so cool I mean you 100% tell that that dog was CGI the entire time but I don't care yeah I didn't I love care it, it I was love such it. a great thing and I I just I love the fact that the rest like when they're playing poker and she's still talking about he called me a bad dog do you can you believe it like dude just say she's not <laughs> take it back like. Nope hardened criminals <laughs> these people that have killed other people and they care about what the dog says <laughs> it just <laughs> just killed me i loved it oh my gosh uh so my five word i did two i don't usually do two but i did two first one was the perfect trilogy does exist yeah yeah okay beyond lord of the rings beyond lord of the rings and star wars four five and six and right. I would say, I would say back to the, well, back to feature two. I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah. It's still, it's still a good movie. I think it's still a pretty yeah. good, it's a great, it's a great trilogy. Um, but there's yeah, not many. Yeah. No. <laughs> but to my point, there's not many, right? Like there really isn't many great trilogies, right? Cause usually you get like Spider-Man one, good Spider-Man two, great Spider-Man three, bad. You well, get... I'm here's to hoping that the, the Miles Morales story will end as well as it is the first two. Okay. If it does, it's going to be up there. Oh, yeah. so there, there's going to be a third one. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. that's good. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I did. I do like the idea. I do like the fact that so um, Isaac, uh, Oscar Isaac is the is the villain in that movie. Yeah. And the fact that he has also played in X Men and Star Wars, <laughs> and now he's in you know it's like he's uh-huh. he, he's played three different characters in Marvel, which is pretty great. Yeah. So like he's you know he's 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 hitting the the trifecta of nerddom. We just got to find a way to get him in Star Trek and somehow DC and he'll hit them all. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, perfect trilogy does exist. And again, I know that there's some other great ones, but for for every one of these, there are a lot more of the Matrix or Godfather one, two, and three. You know, where you have like two great films and then there's yeah, that, that and other it doesn't one. land or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or like Hunger Games, I think the first two were amazing. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, uh, yeah. I, mean, I can't even, like. There's not even like I. I, I would love to say so. Oh, Star Trek, but no, <laughs> you know, <laughs> even the three new ones. There's, I think there's a you know the one one is is good, two is okay, and three is really good. I know Sam, you and I argue back yeah. and forth on that, but that's yeah. fine. 
My second five-word review is found family finds new family. Yeah. Okay. Is there another is there another word for new that starts with F? I was trying to think of another I was trying to do complete alliteration, but I couldn't <laughs> couldn't go for it. But this is yeah. a found family movie, right? The first one is oh, all yeah. about the found family, the, the team coming together. And then the second one, they add Mantis to the group. And then this one, um, we've we've the, the movie starts with them having kind of already added Craglin and Cosmo to the team. Yeah. But then they but then they lose Gamora and then they kind of bring her back. Now she's not on the Guardians. No. But they, well, they and they add Nebula, so Nebula is now part of the Guardians too. Uh, Guardians. Well, also. Well, let me let me interrupt too. One of the things I really appreciated with James Gunn is that he stuck <laughs> he stuck to his guns <laughs> on Gamora coming back and not being the same Gamora. Yeah, I was worried he was going to this, this was going to be a story about how the the new Gamora falls back in love with Star Lord and and I think in order for everybody to move on like they did at the end of this movie, they had to find their own path. Yeah. Uh, Star-Lord had to get over his relationship and Gamora had to, to realize where she belonged. And I think, I think it, it ended up perfectly for those two for the new Gamora. Yeah. I was a little, a little curious to see how it would work out if they had went the whole nebula route instead of because for a hot second he was like you do have i've never noticed how black your eyes are yeah <laughs> my father gave them to me when they ripped them out of you know as a form of torture well he picked a really nice set <laughs> yeah it was a good punchline it, it, yeah. it was a good yeah. punchline um <laughs> Yeah, Gamora or uh, Nebula in this movie is kind of awesome. I I just yes. I, I love everything about her and I, her upgrades that she's gotten. Yeah, with, yeah. with the, uh, the nanotech, I guess is what what they ended up putting on her. I guess, but yeah, that's good stuff. When I saw that, I thought, did she get that from Wakanda or like where did she get that from? Because that because you know her and Stark kind of become buddies. Yeah, in at the beginning of Endgame, so it would it would stand to reason that if she's because she's on the team in Endgame. Yeah. So it would kind of make sense that he would maybe help her out a little bit. So maybe he had, before he died, he had set aside some some tech for her to upgrade, but didn't get a chance to give it to her or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Or they, I mean, there's that tech out there. So now that he's made it, they maybe it is a Wakanda tech that, that Stark shared with Wakanda. Yeah. So speaking you know, or, of Wakanda, had you guys watched uh, Black Panther 2 yet? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember if you guys had seen that or not. Okay. So we're basically are, are we all caught up caught up on the MCU at this point? All of us? I think so. Yeah. The only movie I haven't seen is the the um Eternals. Oh, well that's not you're not you're still not that. behind. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. And I will say that the the new Spider-Man um is it I can't remember into the Spider-Verse or is it It's across the Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse does now put that canon into the MCU that it oh. is part of these uh, MCU. Interesting. I'll be interested oh. to see how they, they do that. Yep. Andrew, by the way, you're frozen on my camera. On but the, he looks so camera. downtrodden on that camera. He, oh, oh, there he, he goes. Is. He moved. Sorry, my computer is not plugged in, so the screen turned off, and I guess the camera went off. Sorry. No, that's fine. As long as, as, long as the mic still works, that's really all that matters. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so I, I, there's a couple bits of trivia that I wanted to read, but oddly enough, this movie doesn't have a lot of trivia on IMDb. There might be some elsewhere. Yeah. But there's just not a lot here. Um, this film sets the record for most makeup appliances used the single film having more than 23,000 prosthetics used are you serious across more than a thousand actors i mean if you think about it every, almost every actor or has something in this yeah. movie has something except for really star lord yeah yeah but also like almost everything is real you know like i mean rocket is cgi and groot is cgi though their 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 body doubles are green screened or green suited people but Okay. Yeah, yeah, like like there's not a whole lot there's not just random CGI things in the background. It's people in suits. I mean, even as ridiculous as they looked, Nathan Fillion in that Stay Puff Marshmallow Man suit, like <laughs> Mitchell, was yeah, you know, it was it was real. So he's I loved his character too. I just I love that he's both silly and very serious as a security guard. He's like yeah, like they're making fun. He's like, "Yeah, that guy, he's an idiot." <laughs> he's just standing right there. He's like, "He's just dumb." He just gives him a look. When you take into account how many uh, of those anamorph people that um, you know, there was a whole civilization, there was a whole planet, and I'm sure some of those people were CGI if they were in a, in the distance. But that's true. The ones that were close up in you know on camera. The pig thing, I think, was all... Battle pig, I think, was all CGI. But, yeah. 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 Uh, which also... Uh, so, we haven't talked about the character Adam. Um, the the Adam character. The, oh, Warlock. Warlock. Adam, Adam Warlock, Warlock yeah. 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 Yeah, which I thought was, was interesting. Um, again, another way to take a villain and turn him around um, because he has an arc, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't... I didn't love it though. No, uh, because I mean, and I don't really know that much about his character, but I know that's not his character in the comic. You know, like he's not. He's in the comics. He's not uh, prepubescent in his <laughs> mental capacity, and he's. I don't know. He's stronger. He's. More yeah, I don't, and... I don't know. Um, uh, comic wise, you know, we need Corny here for for uh, yeah. uh, to, to clarify on that sort of stuff. But I do believe, you know, he basically gun. You know, description of Warlock had to be, you know, he was born early, right, or born too early to, that they got him out of the cocoon too early. So yeah. he just saw that and he's like, oh, well, then he's he's a child. He, he hasn't experienced the world. Well, let's, let's right. put his mind into the mind of a child with, with super, you know, powers. And I guess that made his character work. But when they teased Adam Warlock and was it the first? It's the sec- it was yeah. the second one. No, it's the second, second one. one because the the high priestess was there and she mm-hmm. was, she was well, mad they, over the whole thing. And so, yeah. Yeah. When they teased it. I think I, I probably I wasn't the only one, but I think that a lot of people were excited to see what would come of it. And then it was not much, you know, which he I guess he wasn't supposed to be the big bad. But, no. Yeah, he was. He wasn't. He was almost like a foil. Um, right. I mean, he, you're right, Sam. He does kind of have a, a, a redemption arc, but it's more of a my boss got killed. 
by this guy. So it's like an enemy of my enemy became my friend. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, they showed mercy on him. And therefore, he used his powers to save Star-Lord and then, I guess, joins the team. Which only made me think, because the the team that's constructed at the end of the movie made me think, that could be a whole other movie. Or a series. Or a series or something. I mean, yeah, I would watch it. Well, yeah, of course we we watch it. But like, yeah, like you could do a 10-episode arc of, of them doing things that don't affect anything in the MCU at all, yeah. just doing uh-huh. their stuff uh, and just watching because none of those actors except uh, Karen Gilliam are like, you know, big name movie star actors, right? But like, you know why it'll never happen? Why? Think of the expense. All if that happens, CGI, yeah. all that all that, it, that computer work, it's it just, I think it'd be cost prohibitive for Disney. It, oh. If it happens, it would be kind of like what if, I think. It'll be an animated. Oh, yeah, it'll be animated animation. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know if they make a ten episode arc. You know, we're gonna watch it. But I, oh, I, I'd watch it. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I see. I mean, you know, they they there's a reason. Like She Hulk had some CGI issues in it, and the, and that's not a very heavily CGI show. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's the point. Um, one of the other piece of trivia I was gonna read, and I I navigated away from the trivia page because. I was listening to you guys talk and I got bored. Um, <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. In the film, Drax refuses to share his Zarg nuts with Mantis. This is because in Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, she ate all of his without permission. <laughs> so, Have you seen I the special, think... by the way? I haven't. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. then you're not caught up. You're oh. not caught up. Oh, yeah. there's yeah. things that happen in there's, there. There's, I mean, we learn things in that. Yes, yeah. we do. Oh, okay. I need to. I yeah. need to check it. You out need there. to watch it. The funny thing that I still think about when I when I saw him eating those was uh, I forget which if it was the first one or the second one where he was. I'm invisible. I'm moving so slowly. And he's eating the Zarg nuts. <laughs> it's that. It's Infinity War. That that's Infinity War. Okay. Because they're getting ready to go to confront Thanos for the first time, and he like yeah, right. Star Lord and right. Gamora are talking. All of a sudden, you hear crunch. You go, "How long have you been standing there the entire time? No way. I'm invisible." <laughs> Hi, Drag. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, I, I know I'm going to, wrong movie, but the fact that in Infinity War, the Russo brothers were smart enough to say, okay, James Gunn, you're going to write the Guardians part. Yeah. And Taika, you're going to write the Thor parts. Mm-hmm. And then we'll smash it together. Because if we write it all, it won't have the same feel as Green. that styled. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. have the, yep. So yeah. those, and those, it can those, affect the story differently. Yeah, so it made it really later. Yeah, on. exactly. Because yeah. if it, if it was straight, you know, kind of straight laced like the Russo brothers do things, I don't think it would have that that like that scene wouldn't have happened. Yeah. We wouldn't yeah. have had this kind of brevity moment right before they go fight Thanos. Because uh, Endgame is great, but it's not very funny. No, you know, and yeah, Captain America's heavy. Civil War. I mean, uh, well, yeah, Winter Soldier and Civil War are both great, but it's not very funny. Right, you know, like the the only jokes in that movie are like on your left, which they turned later on to have a huge emotional payoff in Endgame. But there's nothing funny in those movies that they did, like this movie. I mean, even the you know mildly comical stuff in this movie is funnier than those. Anyway, not the point. The point is is that this movie was great. 
And I, I think three of us would highly recommend you go watch it in the theater. Um, or if you have to wait until streaming, that's fine. But man, it's worth uh, it. It's yeah, definitely much. worth it. Anything else you guys want to hit? I'm trying to think of any of the characters we haven't really mentioned. Um, we've kind of hit on all of them. I mean, the bad guy is great, right? Like most Marvel or most comic book movies, the, the movie depends on the bad guy to be successful. Mm-hmm. And and this was a you know pretty crazy, awesome villain who. Yep. Um, here's the thing. So, so I'm sidetracking my own thought, but I was when I was watching the trailer to capture that intro clip, I realized something. Since the end of Endgame, I haven't been like watching all trailers as like I used to. You know, in preparation for these movies, I've just been like, okay, there's a new movie coming out. I'll watch it when it comes out. So when I watched the trailer for Guardians Three. Watching the trailer this time, having seen it, I got a little choked up watching it because Ro- uh, Rocket Rocket says it's not that he wanted to make things perfect. He just hated the way things are. Mm-hmm. And of course, like like that brings up all the emotions of what he did with the animals. Like I'm sitting here in the, my office chair getting ready to pull the audio clip for, the, for this uh, episode and I'm like fighting back the, you know, that feeling you get in your throat, you know, when you're trying not to cry. And it's like it's just from the trailer, but because the movie was so powerful, mm-hmm. that just like watching the trailer now gives me such a different experience. Um, and then you watch the trailer and realize, oh, the tease is different, right? Because there's one point like they have slow motion Drax carrying Peter Quill. No, that would thinking, be uh, Gamora, not Gamora, um, Nebula. Nebula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's carrying Peter. I saw behind the scenes. Uh, mm-hmm thing of that where that's that it's like like a 35 pound it's only 35 pounds and it looks exactly like him yeah oh nice and it was like creeping her out (laughs) weird but like the trailer makes you think that like he's dead and in fact he's just drunk you know like (laughs) um and then like you said it kind of it we get that impression that somebody's going to die in this movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Before we, yeah. Uh, and the last thing I guess I'll spoil is this, but it does say at the end of the movie, star Lord will return. So yeah. uh, he's not done making these movies. So th- I, I guess he's going to probably somehow be in one of the, the next Avengers movies somehow. Yeah. Cause now he's on earth and we're getting ready to have the next uh, Marvel thing is the Nick Fury Secret War. The Secret or Secret Wars. Invasion. Yeah. Secret Invasion, thank you. Um, and then I saw something today about the all the because of the writer strike and the and the SAG, you know, all the stuff that's going on, a lot of the the, the Marvel stuff's getting pushed back a little yeah. bit. But I didn't realize that they have already greenlit Fantastic Four and um Thunderbolts and Thunderbolts, uh-huh. yeah. Yep. Um uh, apparently, uh, Deadpool three is taking the place of one of the other tent poles that was supposed to, that, that May slot that that first weekend in May that they usually have. I can't remember what it is. Doesn't matter. Anyway, um, that's it. That's kind of the show. There's not much else we can really say, really honestly. But we will do this. Um, Wait, what's supposed to happen? Uh, we will do. That was loud. Sorry. Uh, we will do our top 10, or out of 10, excuse me, out of 10. 
Uh, how would we rank this movie out of 10? Have we, did we do the other Guardian movies on here? Pretty sure we did at least one of them, if not both. I don't think we have. Really? As, when I type in Guardians into my chat or my, my search bar here, am I spelling Guardians right? No, we haven't. We haven't done any of those. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. I was going to try to compare it with the other ones, but I can't. So, um, Sam, or Andrew, excuse me, what would you give this uh, score from 0 to 10? Well, um, IMDb has an 8.2, and Rotten Tomatoes has an 82%. So, Wow. Yeah, they're right there together. Um, and then uh, IMDb says, I mean, uh, Rotten Tomatoes says the audience scores a 94% out of 100. So, obviously people like this and i think that i'm i think i'm right there with them i think it's a really good film i don't know what i would have given the first one i don't think the second one would be an 80 or an eight point whatever um it'd be a little less but i can put this one safely in the eight range so i'm gonna say 8.3 okay out of 10 all right sam give me an 8.98 out of 10 all right, all right. i think it's amazing Okay. Um, yeah, I, I do too. I think it's great. I'm actually going to go ahead and, and, and sneak into that 9.1 range, which is the same score I gave Top Gun Maverick. Um, I don't know. I might like this a little bit better. I might give this a 9.2. <laughs> I like this. This is such a, it's such a good movie. I can't wait to get my hands on it again. Um, yeah, I'm stoked for it, and uh, and 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 it's Sam's you know comments about across the Spider Verse or yeah across the Spider Verse. I'm pretty excited for that too. Yeah, yeah, just wait, you'll love it. Oh man, I wish I would have read this before I gave my five word review because it says the critics' consensus of this film, Guardians of the Galaxy Three, it's a galactic group hug. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> that's what this is. Nope, that's exactly right. Yeah, I yeah. like it. All right. Well, that's it. That's our show. That's the whole episode. Um, thank you so much for listening. I know that we uh, had to, you know, get me to pivot away from, from Leon, yeah. but oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just pivoting. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, again, I know we had to pivot away from, uh, but, uh, <laughs> When you did it the first time, it, it took the second time to get the context. I thought you just had like a gnarly hiccup, but yeah, I did too. <laughs> but uh, I now understand what just happened. Yes. <laughs> um. Oh my gosh. Anyway, uh, yeah. So thank you all so much for listening, and uh, I really appreciate. Hopefully, you enjoyed this 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 spoiler episode. If not, well, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but in the meantime, um, or actually just to say next week, we're going to be doing Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Now, we had to skip Temple of Doom because we're running out of time before the next indie movie. But Eric from Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast Eric, Eric. is coming back on to help us out with that one. And apparently, y'all really loved Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark episode. Um, that's one of our highest downloaded episodes we've had in years. So maybe we can get Last Crusade up there too. That'd be pretty fantastic. How do you do that? Well, it's easy. You go to uh, iTunes or or Google Play, YouTube, 
Where Spotify. else are we? Spotify. Go there. Listen to it. Hit the uh, subscribe button and also leave us review. Uh, that would be really, really great. You can, of course, uh, go to our website, cheapseatreviews.libsyn.com, and um, find the links to all those social media places where we are, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. And you can, you know, if you want to pretend like it's 2010, you can send us an email to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. Because I think that was the last time we got an email. It was so far ago that we didn't even start the show yet. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Thank you all so, for, so much for listening. So on behalf of Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you all so much for listening. And we'll see you next week for Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade. This is Cheap Seat Reviews.